This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. The next story is posted by author Stonebiter101 from r slash erotica. The title of this post is Camping with the Hint of Bondage. Sit back and enjoy the story. While we were engaged, my future bride told me she'd never been camping, or at least true camping. The simple things like sleeping in a tent, cooking over a fire, or just hiking aimlessly until you stumble into the campsite camping. I had spent a lot of time doing this from the time I was a kid growing up on the edge of the northern forests, and it is something I truly enjoyed, and I knew a perfect place for a first trip. She also told me that there were other things she'd always dreamed of doing in the forest, but that was something she wanted to wait to tell me. So around mid-September, we packed our gear, drove to the trailhead, swung the packs upon our backs, and started down the trail. It was a decent starter trail for a beginner, fairly flat and well-shaded. Nevertheless, by the time we arrived at our campsite a mile into the forest and along the river, she was pretty winded. We dropped our packs and drank from our water bottles. The sight was more beautiful than I remembered it. The campsite was on a point in the river, surrounded by oaks, birch, spruce, and pine. We had an old-style hand pump well and an outhouse, and there were three tent beds to choose from. I picked the one closest to the river as it would catch the morning sun best. Within an hour, we were set up and sitting down by the slow-moving river, our bobbers moving gently with the current. So, I said to her, what else did you have in mind? She blushed and flushed and smiled her mischievous smile and licked her lips. I knew from experience it was going to be something good. I packed a few things there in my pack. Like what? Later, baby, later. We fished for a while, then shed our clothes and slipped into the river. It felt good to wash the day off my body, and afterward, I cleaned the fish we caught and cooked supper. The sun was about an hour from setting when she finally came to me with a green plastic bag, setting it on the picnic table next to me. Her smile told me that this is was it, and when I opened the bag, I saw three coils of white nylon rope. I wasn't sure how much you'd need, she said in a hushed voice. I moved the rope and saw that she also brought five leather straps. Oh, I think we'll have enough. I stood, walked over to her, kissed her, and told her to strip. Oh, God, she whispered as she slowly pulled her t-shirt over her head. Then the khaki hiking shorts and her panties came off. As I had taught her, she showed me her panties. There was a hint of her arousal in the fabric. Shoes, too, baby. In a moment, she was standing there, completely exposed. Her hair was medium length and straight, stunning blonde hair just coming short of her shoulders, with hints of brown showing through. She looked absolutely beautiful standing there, outlined perfectly with the setting sun in the back, like her own perfect backdrop. I took the leather bands, cuffs actually, from the bag and buckled them to her wrists and ankles, teasing her pussy as I worked. The last strip, a matching collar, I strapped to her neck, buckling it tight to her throat. I have something in my pack, too. I told her, and went and got my surprises. I put them in my pocket, and also grabbed my knife to cut the rope with. I got back, taking one coil of rope, brushing it over her skin, and smiled. Tell me about your dream, baby. She had a blissful look on her face as she told me. Her words gushed off her lips. Once she told me the dream, I did a quick survey of the area and found the perfect spot. I slipped the tail of the rope through the ring on the collar then lead her across the campsite to a large oak tree growing on the river bank. I untied the rope from the collar, tossed it over a branch about eight feet off the ground, and then turned her back to me. 
I leaned in, kissing her neck and cupping her breasts before drawing her hands to the small of her back. I clipped the cuffs together with a locking climbing carabineer that had an extra ring on it. With her hands secured behind her, I slipped the running end of the rope through the ring and tied a good bowline hitch. Then, I grabbed one of the other coils, cut off a 20 feet length, tying one to end to her left ankle, the other to another small oak tree that stood to the side. Her right foot I tied to the base of the tree under which we were standing, forcing her to spread her feet almost twice shoulders width. I could smell her arousal as it leaked from her, wetting the insides of her legs. How are you doing, girl? I asked, tracing a finger along the line under her breasts. Her breath caught as she whispered, more, please, more. Stepping over to the side, I grabbed the rope that was over the branch and started to pull it down. Her arms started to rise behind her, soon to the point where she had to bend forward at the waist. In moments, she was bent in half, arms up behind and over her. I secured the rope around the tree, then walked back to her. My hand played up over her ass and back, up into her hair. I pulled her head up, whispering, What are you, baby? Oh, fuck, she stammered. I'm a slut. A whore. I'm your fucktoy. Good girl. I pushed two fingers into her mouth, pulling it open. I have another surprise for you. Slut, are you ready? She gurgled something that sounded like a yes. And I reached into my pocket and pulled out two clothespins. I traced them over her face, then down to her tits. Gripping her left nipple between my fingers, I pulled it out and clipped the pin low and close to the areola. I went around her and clipped the second to her right nipple. As I released the tension on each clip, she let out a sharp hiss followed by a slow groan of pleasure. How are you now? I pulled my fingers from her mouth, knowing that she was slipping into that place where she went as her arousal increased. She started begging me to touch her, to use her, wanting me inside her. I stood in front of her, and as the sun slipped behind the trees and pulled my shirt off, my shorts followed, and she growled in lust I rubbed the head of my hard cock across her lips and face, her mouth open in a Pavlovian response, and in moments, she was rocking as much as the ropes would allow her to and I could feel her mewing against my shaft. It sent ripples of pleasure through me. My fingers knit into her hair as I started to quicken my pace, shoving my cock deeper into her throat. She gagged and grunted, releasing the sexual animal inside her. It didn't take me long before I filled her mouth with my cum. As I pulled my cock from her mouth, strings of cum and spit looped off her chin. Such a pretty girl I have. Such a lovely slut. I walked around her and pushed two fingers into her weeping cunt. I felt her grip around them and the lust-filled moan that escaped from her when I started to wiggle the digits in a come-here motion. The moan turned into a howl as I pulled the clips off her nipples, and in a moment, she came hard on my hands. I let her relax for a few moments, talking to her, whispering nothing in particular. The sun had disappeared behind us, and I felt my cock stiffening again. I gave her ass a caress and a spank. I stood behind her and pulled the head of my cock through her slit, then slowly entered her. My hands were on her hips now and I pulled her back against me. She was wet and hot and hungry, and I was more than willing to feed the hunger. Once I was deep inside her, I reached up and pulled on the rope. The things she said as I did were unintelligible, and I fucked her even harder, pounding into her until we both came. Finally, my flaccid cock slipped out of her. I went over to the tree, pulling the knot loose, slowly releasing the pressure on her arms, moving in close to her to keep her from falling forward. As she stood up straight, we kissed passionately. What else was in your dreams, baby? Her eyes were glazed with lust as she said, I need to be used. I believe I can help you with that need as well. I untied her feet and with her hands still behind her, 
I led her to the tent and spent the night using all of her holes for my pleasure until we both fell asleep in a messy, sated mess. Early the next morning, I woke with the sun and rekindled the fire to put on a pot of coffee. She joined me a few minutes later. The streaks of dried cum on her face, legs, body very much evident. I gave her a cup of freshly brewed coffee and looked at her. I have a few ideas. That's if you think you're up to it. I think so, she said softly, her nipples erect in the morning coolness. I had to smile, seeing my pretty bride be naked in the morning light under the canopy of trees. The cuffs were still in place, as was the collar. I knew that we'd have the campsite to ourselves until at least noon that day, which gave us plenty of time to have more fun before others might show up. I tied the rope back to her leash and lead her back to the oak tree we were at the night before. Standing in front of her, I used the carabineer to lock the cuffs together again and retied the rope through the ring. I threw the rope above the limb again and pulled it down. I retied her legs as well before pulling her up again, then time stretching her body up high until she was just about on her tiptoes. I reclipped the clothespins to her nipples, then added two, one to each of her labia. That caused her to dance a bit. Well, as much as she could the way she was hanging. I left her there for a few moments, hanging there, as I stepped into the scrub brush. It took me a little bit, but I finally found what I wanted. A birch switch is about five feet in length. I stripped it of the branches and leaves, then found my way back to my naked slut. I from her blind side, she could hear but not see me. She was startled as I stopped next to her, squeezing her ass as I kissed her. What are you going to do? You'll find out in just a moment, baby. I stepped back and touched the switch to her ass. What? Fuck. No. She looked back over her shoulder at me and I could see the glint of fear in her eyes. Yet, she stuck her ass out towards me, just as she did when I spanked her, lightly drumming it against her ass and the backs of her legs. I could tell she was getting excited. The air sizzled as I brought it forward against her pale flesh. She inhaled sharply, then whispered, More. Please. I snapped it against her again, and again, until she was yelping lightly with each strike. Between the strikes, I'd brush the branch along her curves, her flesh, then snap it again against her body. Soon, the pale flesh became red, the red and indigo, until one strike caused the skin to crease and split. Tears slipped from the corners of her eyes until finally, the endorphins flooded her and she came again. With that, I give her a kiss before untying the ropes and letting her free. She was blissed out by the time I got her back to the tent. I had her lie down on her tummy, rubbing balm into the welts. Worn out, she fell asleep and I went back to the river to fish. Now, we wait for the rest of the guys to show up.